Hello, and welcome to another episode of Drunk the Pod. I'm Becky. And I'm Mike. And basically, we're two long-distance friends who both work from home and need to try new things. You, dear listeners, assign us movies, food, beverages, and games to try, and we, well, try them. We'll try to stay on topic, but we're drinking. Cheers. Remember, happy hour is a social construct. Okay, you were already famous. Go be a movie star, would yeah, you please? <laughs> Just like <laughs> let the little people have a platform, would you? And it's the same with podcasts. Mm. Like the cool thing about podcasts is that everybody can have their own little thing. And if there's listeners out there who are who want to find something new, then they will. But again, you know, every single person out there who already has fame, now they're like, oh, well, let me also have a podcast. Like, could you please just, like, go do your thing, okay? Go do your own somewhere else thing. And, like, let the people who are trying to build and make a name for themselves have a place to do it. Right. Yeah, my wife listens to a national radio show every morning. And the guy has, like, it seems like he has, like, three three to five offshoot podcasts. Yeah. Of the, off the radio show. Where, like, all, this, all the talent on the show also has their own, each uh-huh. one of them have their own podcast. And, like, oh, no, come on. You can only have so much. <laughs> I know. It's like, you already have your piece of the pie. Okay. Stop being greedy. Let other people yeah. get a little sliver here or there, you know, whatever. <laughs> I still get to discover new drinks every week and talk to my friend. Yeah, there you go. Me too. So I guess that's a, a good segue to maybe we should introduce the show. Hi and welcome to Drunk the Pod. If you didn't know you were listening to that. Uh, as per usual this yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're hurting if you didn't know what podcast I know, was. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, as per usual, this week we watched two movies. We made two foods and two drinks to go along with those. The movies that we watched were Kill Bill and Godzilla: King of the Monsters. So two two not well. One of them's not terribly new, but at least modernish movies uh, this week. Although I I have to admit I didn't think that's the one I was going to watch when I started tuning in, and then I was like, oh, it's the new one. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's new. That'll be different. It's very new. <laughs> it's very new. Yeah. So, uh... I hope it's the start of more, you know, because there are only like 25 or 30 Godzilla movies out there, so yeah. it'd be nice no, to No, I think there's going to be a sequel. I'm pretty sure I read something about, like, how, it's, how you know, King Ghidorah comes back for another one, for, like, the, the next one, oh, so... Oh, King, King Kong. That's it. There's oh, supposed to be a Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. I was kind of reading yeah. about, about, cause I was trying to name all of the monsters that I was seeing and then was like, okay, well, there's too many. I'm just going to look up a list. <laughs> and then I found that there was maybe some plans for a sequel. So that's awesome. Anyway, I guess since I'm already kind of talking about mine, maybe I'll go not. first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You go first. <laughs> okay. So I watched Godzilla King of the Monsters, which I didn't write down when it came out. But it was like really recent, twenty like twenty eighteen or something. Okay, like yeah, that. yeah. Um, it has Millie Bobby Brown, who I call L through this whole thing because Stranger Things, and that's just what I what I wrote down because it was easier than writing out Maddie every time. Um, I'm trying to get Messenger up on the screen here because it doesn't want to be up. Okay. Um, it has Vera Farmiga in it, who uh probably most well known from the Conjuring movies, although she's been in a whole bunch of stuff and. Then there's some other actors I should know the names of, but I don't, and I didn't look them up. So we open on a decimated San Francisco where a family is searching for their son, Andrew, 
while Godzilla walks by. Obviously, he's the one that decimated the city. Flash forward, Andrew, obviously dead. The family is still suffering from from that grief. And it's uh, Vera Farmiga and Millie Bobby Brown are like the mom and the the daughter. And their their ex-husband slash father is just estranged somewhere out there. And we live in a world full of titans now. So that's that's the world we Mm -hmm. live in. I don't know why we decided to call them titans instead of like kaiju but i guess this is a world where we have just we just old japanese movies never existed because these guys are real so we have to just pretend that whole part of history is not a thing and these are just actual monsters and they don't just resemble monsters we would have we would have seen one of these days i would really like to see a movie that acknowledges our actual history and then you know like you see Godzilla you like and you're George like, Washington holy r- running crap, through? like, oh, look, okay. that's, an, that's no. actually Godzilla. Like, I, that's real? That's not, oh, shit, this isn't just like a movie thing? Oh, okay, well. And then you have some, like, nerd what? in a basement watching through all the old movies trying to figure out how we're going to fight this thing. Like, here's what worked. I would like to see that version of the movie. That's what I'm So you saying. want to see that in real life? I, I don't want to see Godzilla in real life. What I would like to see is a movie that acknowledges... I see. ...all of our cinematic history, and all of a sudden there's this monster that, wait a second, we know who that is. We thought it was fake. That's all I'm saying. I think that would be fun. It's kind of meta, oh. but whatever. I was gonna. I was just going to say, that's, met, that's pretty meta yeah. right there. Yeah, it would be fun. Oh. Um, but apparently in this world, that's not what we're going with. This is just a world where there are titans. Okay. Um, so Elle and her mom and the science teacher from Stranger Things all go to a lab to watch Mothra hatch. And it goes haywire. So the mom uses uh, this like frequency invention called or- Orca to try to calm Mothra down. And it works. So that sort of sets you up for, for how we're going to solve the problems in this movie. There's this technology there's this invention Solves that's going every to problem. calm down the Titans. Okay. So then some terrorists bust in with Tywin Lannister and they kill all the scientists except for Elle and her mom. There's a Senate hearing about whether or not to exterminate the Titans. And then this Japanese doctor wants to coexist with them. I guess he works with Elle's mom. Elle's dad is out doing nature photography out in the wilderness. And then the Japanese doctor comes to pick him up. He's super mad that Orca still exists. Because I guess that was like their grad school project and then they destroyed it because I think maybe it's what made Godzilla attack San Francisco way back when. That's why they wanted to get rid of it. Oh, man. Yeah. So they're like, uh, this is, it could go bad and then you just make everything attack. And also, oh, we have to get my ex-wife and my daughter back because they're being held captive by terrorists. So you're supposed to like think that this Tywin Lannister guy wants to use Orca to weaponize the Titans, and that's, you know, that's this sort of underlying badness. Elle's dad wants all the Titans dead. Um, The terrorists take Elle and her mom to Antarctica, where the terrorists murder a bunch more scientists, and we see King Ghidorah trapped in a giant block of ice. So nothing good can come of that. Um, Elle's... (laughs) Yeah, reptiles don't like to be cold, so yeah, nothing good. He's going to be mad. It's going to be a bad time. Uh, Elle's dad mopes around watching old home videos when Godzilla comes to visit. And they're all, like, primed and ready to attack to get him away from the base. But then Elle's dad, like, gets him on a spiritual level. And he's like, whoa, whoa, stand down. Don't be a threat. And he won't attack us. Turns out he's right. Um, Amazon started really messing up here, like, 
stop starting, stop starting. And so I took this opportunity to write down my projections for how the rest of the movie would go. And I'm almost right. <laughs> almost. Oh, so here's my good. prediction. <laughs> Terrorists unearth the rest <clears throat> of the Titans. El's dad and that team of scientists are on Godzilla's team because they understand him. Uh, there's big battle scenes with Godzilla smacking down the other monsters while El's dad and the team rescue El and her mom and get Orca back. The good guys use Orca to tame all the Titans so we can coexist with them. The bad guys get eaten and then El's mom and dad get back together. That's not exactly how the movie goes, but kind of almost. Basically, I mean, Basically. Yeah. <laughs> back to watching. Um, everyone can travel the globe really quickly in movies, and I get that they can't show, like, the 18 hours it would take you to get to Antarctica, but it really seems like it took them a very short amount of time to travel from wherever the hell they were to Antarctica. Seems like that would be a bit of a journey. And it seems like it took them like five minutes. But anyway, so the scientists go to Antarctica to rescue Elle and her mom, but then Elle's mom sides with the terrorists, which is like the twist. Ha ha. And she stops Elle from going with her dad, and then she releases King Ghidorah. And you're like, oh, oh no! Well, that's not good. That's it's no longer a Hallmark movie. This is where you can predict everything. This is not this entirely is predictable. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, but Godzilla shows up to protect the scientists because they are on the same team. Uh, there's a big monster fight. Godzilla does not win, and King Ghidorah flies away. Um, El's mom contacts El's dad to tell them all their plan. She's releasing the Titans to take over the world, to stop us from destroying the Earth. Because the Titans hmm. are like the old gods, and they're going to just restore balance, and otherwise we're just going to destroy the world and we'll die. Either way. So, that makes the, sense, because Godzilla has God in his name, so... Yeah. I mean, just, of course. And everywhere that they go, I guess, like, vegetation springs back up again, so... When they destroy a city, Manure. it's for the greater good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Titan poop. Titan poop is making great the fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's working with the terrorists. And at this point, we're not really sure if they're terrorists or not. But they are causing quite a bit of terror one way or the other. So I'm still going to call them terrorists throughout this movie. Whether or not it's for the greater good, they're still going to kill a whole bunch of people. Um, the next Titan they release is Rodan. And this is uh, the limit of my actually knowing who the monsters were without having to look them up. <laughs> so so after that, I just got on my phone. Um, King Ghidorah shows up. There's a big monster fight. Rodan does not win. He doesn't die, but he doesn't win. Because there's a reason it's King Ghidorah. Um, the militar military deploys a big missile called the Oxygen Destroyer to kill the Titans. Godzilla shows up. Big monster fight. The missile hits both him and King Ghidorah. Godzilla dies, but King Ghidorah doesn't. Meanwhile, all the other Titans are released, but not by the terrorists, by King Ghidorah. Um, here is a comprehensive he's list. he's the Alpha Titan. Because he's the Alpha Titan. Yeah. And he's uh, not from Earth, which is why the missile didn't kill him. He's an alien. <laughs> there you yeah. go. That's why. It's the, the illegal immigrants taking our jobs. Damn it. Okay, what's going here on is a comprehensive yeah. list of all 17 of the <laughs> Titans in this movie. Not all of them are seen, but then they're all like talked about in like the newspapers and the end credits. So these are all of them. You have Godzilla, obviously. Mothra. I'll tell you if I've heard of any of them, okay? Okay. Uh, these ones are obvious. You don't, don't need to say yes to these. Yes. Okay. So Godzilla, Mothra, 
uh, Rodan, and he's like a pterodactyl. Uh, King Ghidorah, who's the Hydra. King Kong, who we see like right at the very end. I yes. think you might catch a glimpse of him also briefly, but not much. And then we have Muto, one, two, and three. I don't know who they are. Uh, Behemoth, no, me either. which is the woolly mammoth. No. Sila, who's a giant spider. See him a little bit. Nope. M- Methuselah, who's like a mountain titan. And I don't know who that one is. And then we have ones that are like just in the newspapers. I'm going to say these really badly. Uh, Mo- Mokeli Mbembe, Baphomet, Tiamat, Typhoon, Abaddon, Leviathan, Sargon, and Bunyip. No idea. <laughs> no idea who these are because I don't think I've ever heard of any of them. But I was upset that the turtle guy was not in this. And I thought he was because I thought Different. I thought in Germany yeah. that this turtle titan cat. I was like, oh, that's that turtle one from the other movie we watched whose name is Gamera. Gamera. But I, it wasn't him, I guess. Which is kind of disappointing. No, Gamera's from a different studio, so they never did any movies together. Well, that's silly. I definitely... It's like Superman and Spider-Man working together. They can't do it. They can't do it. All right, fine. Well, I didn't know. Anyway, so King Ghidorah's an alien, and that's why the missile had no effect. Um, Then the terrorists realize they made a mistake unleashing Ghidorah, and Elle's mom tries to convince them to let her tame all the titans with Orca, but they're like, no, no, we opened Pandora's box, and now we just gotta... Kind of sit back and see what happens. Cool. Uh, Mothra shows up. She's one of the good guys. Um, the scientists decide to revive Godzilla. That's all happening now in the background. While Elle runs away with Orca and goes to Fenway Stadium Park thing. And like yeah, plays it through all the loudspeakers. Yeah. So that all of the Titans calm down. And then Elle's mom is like, oh no, I have to go rescue her. I'm not going to have another child get killed so the terrorists let her go do that which is whatever um but then because he does not want all of the monsters being docile king Ghidorah shows up and destroys the speakers and then the building where l is and then starts laying waste to the city but right before he kills l godzilla shows up there's a big monster fight and then Mothra and Rodan show up, and they uh-huh. have a little monster fight, and Mothra kills Rodan but then it looks like Mothra might die cuz she's in some bad shape all like wings on fire, limping around. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, Elle's mom and dad find her in some rubble. And she's fine. She does that like movie thing where she's not breathing. And then all of a sudden it's like, <gasps> which always annoys me. It's like, how, why you weren't breathing and now you just all of a sudden are? Nobody did anything, but you're cool now? Okay. Anyway. Um, King Ghidorah almost Maybe kills- she has sleep apnea. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> There's mask for that. Um, King Ghidorah almost yeah. kills Godzilla. Mothra, like, comes to his rescue, but then gets totally dusted, which is sad. It's very sad. So we like Mothra. But they're she's, married. She's sweet. They're- Mothra and Godzilla are symbiotic love love interests. Are they? Did you, not, did you get that? I yeah. Missed, I missed that. So yeah. I don't know if the Mothra dust, like... Kind of revives Godzilla or what happens, but she dusts all over him. She she did. Um, then Elle's parents do something with Orca, so it'll draw King Ghidorah away from Godzilla. And that involves Elle's mom tricking them into thinking that she's going to get in the plane with them, but then running off to get in a car instead, so that we think she's dead when it wrecks, but she's not. And it's, it's a really brief moment of, oh no, she's dead, but she's not. Um, 
Here comes King Ghidorah again, but Godzilla comes back and he's like super powerful now. So he just like annihilates King Ghidorah, like super easy. Um, then King Kong and yeah. Sila show up and then Rodan and they all bow to Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Roll credits. Well, see, he, he went super nuclear. Nu- he did. Nuclear, sorry. Nuclear. And uh, kaboom. Yeah. Nuclear. He's like all red and glowing <laughs> and just, just wastes, wastes it. Okay, Boom. so so he wins, and then he's king of the monsters. King of the monsters until the sequel. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he'll well, okay. So there was a King Kong versus Godzilla in like the '60s, I think, mm-hmm. and they had two endings: the American release King Kong one, the Japanese release Godzilla one. That kind of so makes I'm sense. I'm wondering what they'll do. I feel like Americans yeah. would would be more like, yeah, King Kong. That that makes sense. I did not hate this movie. I liked it. I I felt like it was very, uh, you know, 2018 remake of a movie predictable. Plus, it was like, okay, I could probably fast forward through all these fight scenes because it's just 10 minutes of monsters fighting and CGI and explosions. So, yay. Didn't really add anything to the story. Pretty good graphics, though. Yeah, I I liked the monsters. That was very much like a nod to everybody who... Has ever watched the older movies? Like, hey, here's this one and this one. You know this one? Hey, we got this one too. Oh, and even the ones we didn't have the budget to show you, they're in it. Don't you worry. We thought about it. them. It, it's a little like Doctor Who, you know, when the monster comes back from the yeah, 70s from, or Oh, yeah, like or, when they did the ice monsters something. in one of the more yeah. recent ones. Where Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. It's just a little like, hey, this is for you guys. <laughs> but yeah, it was fine. It's a, it's a perfectly fine action movie um i think it was better than the first godzilla remake that was in like 1990 something with matthew broderick oh that that one was no awful. that wasn't even really i mean that was it, just that was that was horrible we don't was talk like about iguana. that one because it was no. bad <laughs> and they just like rewrote yeah. how godzilla works yeah so yeah, yeah good movie i that was not good i i would watch it again it was a good movie why not oh great I actually, That's like, awesome. if the sequel comes out, I'll watch that too. I don't dislike these okay. monster movies. I I don't think I've ever told you I do. I don't know why you expect me to hate them. No, no, I don't <laughs> expect you to hate them, but I'm glad you liked it. I did. And I think there's a sequel to my movie too, and I would I would probably watch that just on purpose. You probably need to actually. because it finishes the story. You're only half done with the story. Right, right, because this whole movie was like four hours long and they decided to cut it in half, right? Wasn't that the deal? I think so. Or the story was I mean, four hour, yeah, going to be four hours long and they, they cut it in half. The whole story is both movies. It's not like they just made a sequel. It's the the whole story. Right. The whole story. Yeah. Okay. I didn't watch this YouTube video, so I don't know why <laughs> I meant to. I saw like the screenshot of it and was like, mental note to watch this YouTube video. So I don't know why the homemade pizza. So why don't you tell me why the homemade pizza? <laughs> okay. So the homemade pizza is, um, I just, I just linked a to a YouTube video that was like um, Kesha's if official song called mm-hmm. Godzilla. Okay. And um, so one of the verses is um, talking about taking Godzilla to meet your mom. And as long as there's pizza and video games, he'll be calm. Oh, okay. He'll be okay. It's perfect. So it's a fun song. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Well, and supposedly her mom used to sing her that song when she was a kid or something. So oh. she decided to record it on her latest album. That's kind of neat. Thank you for that backstory. <laughs> and this was essentially just make a homemade pizza so that's what i did i did not make my own crust although i did used to um 
There's the, I think it, start, it might be Bertoli, Baboni. Starts with a B. Babolis? Yeah, Baboli. Babolis. <laughs> Their crust is actually yeah. really, really good. And uh, we like it here in the, the this household. So we use that. Um, I have Might made well. my own crust and it it's fine as far as pizza crust goes. Um, it just is less time consuming to just use the stuff that is already made and is yummy. So that's what we do. So I, I have this uh, white truffle oil that I got for Christmas and I like to brush that on the crust and then do like a pre-bake um, just to kind of get that into the crust. That's that's sort of our method. And then I make my own sauce and I use, uh, I usually just use like canned tomato sauce and then uh, tomato paste and then add spices to it. But they were out of tomato sauce this time around. So I got tomato puree and tomato paste, which works the same. It's all tomato based. You just, you want something runny and then something to thicken it up. So that's what you do. And then I add a whole bunch of garlic, a whole bunch of uh, Italian seasoning and red pepper flakes to my sauce. And that is my sauce. And I don't measure, so I couldn't possibly tell you what the ratio is. I add it until it looks like it usually does. And then I taste it and I'm like, yep, this is good. (laughs) And that's what I do. Um, And then we all just made our own pizza. So on my pizza, I had mushrooms and sun-dried tomatoes and then cheese and then just basil on top. That was my pizza. And then I drizzled a little bit of the oil on top when it was done baking. Delicious. What'd it you almost make? looked like you had green peppers on there too. No, that was the basil. That was the basil. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't zoom out on the, or yeah. zoom into the picture. Okay. So what I made, I made my own crust, but we make our, yeah, you do probably once every two weeks or so, we <laughs> we make our own pizzas just because. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had tomatoes in the garden this year and I had to do something with them so they wouldn't rot, you know, mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm just out on the vine. So I went ahead and, and picked them, brought them inside, found a pizza sauce recipe, and it was just cook the tomatoes with the skin, uh, blend them up, and then cook them again to thicken them up, and then with herbs and spices, garlic, um, lemon juice, a little bit of sugar, and uh, use that. And then I did sausage and onions and cheese mm-hmm. is what I did for mine. So pretty good. Yeah. What's your favorite pizza like that you've ever had? Uh, well, okay, so... I will say that I do enjoy Hawaiian pizza, so mm-hmm. I like I like pineapple on pizza. There's a lot of people that would say, "Ooh, pineapple doesn't belong on pizza." But it's it's no, not my okay. thing. But I'm like like what you like. There's no right way to make pizza, and if you think there is, you're a snob. So go away. <laughs> my favorite pizza is uh, black olive, onion, and anchovy pizza. Okay, that's fair. I like anchovies a lot. So there's a place here called uh, Slackwater. I mean, is it? And we get their pizza a lot because it's so good. And it's a local place. Um, They're crust. And I really feel like to make a good pizza, it literally starts from the bottom. You have to have a good crust. And then your sauce has to be good. It just has to. That's your base for everything. And then whatever else you put on top of it obviously has to work together. But if you have crappy crust, everything else is going to be mediocre. If your sauce is gross, you know. So that like Domino's is awful. (laughs) <laughs> in my opinion yeah but and that's just because everything is awful but so slack water their crust is like so good like you could just eat that crust all day long so good and then the kind that i get because they have a bunch of different kinds and they're all kind of like different like not what you ex- expect pizza like they have like a thai pizza they have like a fish taco pizza you know Ooh. all kinds of all fun fun things that aren't your typical pizza things um the one that I get every time is called 
California sunrise. And it has a green goddess dressing like sauce. And then it's your mozzarella cheese, chicken, bacon, avocado, and then uh, spinach on top that is fresh. Like after it's done baking. And it's got this like tangy like lime almost in the sauce. There's probably lime in it and you can taste it. And it's just so good. And like every time we go there, that's what I get. So that's my favorite pizza. So that's your favorite pizza. That's my favorite pizza. Yeah. Super good. If you guys that ever come really visit good. us, uh, we're going there. That's our staple. Always have someday. to go to that place. We keep saying someday, but you know, we're in a pandemic right now, so we couldn't you get do a that, pass right, right now. Okay. So we had a drink with this also, and that was the Godzilla's breath shot. Um, the recipe makes a mm-hmm. whole bunch. Um, I did make the whole recipe cause I was, uh, at a friend's house planning a coffee shop and we just shared them. So, uh, it calls for half a cup of vodka, half a cup of blue curacao, a tablespoon of lime juice and a tablespoon of club soda, but you can't add the club soda to the shaker. So why bother with the table? Well, okay. Why so bother with what, a tablespoon of club soda? I know, right? Here's what we did instead. I know. Is I shook up everything except for the club soda, <laughs> and then I almost filled the shot glasses with it, and then we did a little topper of club soda. So you get okay. you get that like carbonatedness to it, which which gives it that sort mm-hmm. of spicy Godzilla's breath sort of feel to it. It's a good shot. <laughs> it is tasty. I like it. And delicious, and we finished all of them, and I was only moderately hungover this morning, so not terrible. <laughs> yeah, it says it serves six yeah. on the thing, it, <laughs> so I guess it serves two, actually, It serves right? two, several shots each. <laughs> <laughs> not, no, yeah, I liked it. I like this is flavor. a good one. I'm definitely going to make it again. It's super simple, although I don't think I would bother with, like, if I was just going to do it, I don't know that I would make a whole shaker full. I'd just be like... Some vodka, some blue curacao, some lime juice, and then some club soda, and that's your shot. So you're not having to like make that's what a I did bunch of it because it was just me drinking it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do the the whole cup of alcohol <laughs> for mine. So like, okay. But if you're making it for a bunch of people, then you know this is it's super easy. Um, I I would definitely recommend and, don't bother putting this tablespoon of club soda into the shaker. One because you might end up spewing it everywhere. Maybe. And two, you could just topper your your shot glasses with a club soda, and I think you get a better effect that way. So, ten out of ten. You know what? Somebody somebody needs to invent like you know you can put alcohol seltzer in water, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it fizzes, but I mean you don't want to do that for an alcoholic beverage because you'd be taking aspirin and yeah and alcohol at the same time. But if somebody can make those carbon dioxide tablets, yeah, just like a little that you tablet, could just drop in any drink. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of cool. That would somebody actually. invent that. Yeah, and, you invent it. That's and, your million dollar uh, idea. No, wait. I've patented it. Somebody work out the details <laughs> and, and uh, send me the money. Perfect. <laughs> That's right. So I, I like this drink too. Um, for once, it's a blue drink that doesn't remind me of the Tranquil Waters. Drink. There it is. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we give Jimmy Buffett so much coverage on this show. <laughs> really. I know. Deserve some kind of cut. <laughs> Yeah, we should. I mean, sponsored by Margaritaville yeah, every go. day. Every time we put a episode out. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that was mine. So I, I liked it's everything. my turn. Good, good. Well, um, my movie was Kill Bill Volume 1, which means there, there's Volume 2 out there somewhere. I did yeah. not watch Volume 2, but I watched Volume 1. Now, this is one of those movies that jumps around a little bit. So chronologically, I'm probably going to get some things screwed up. 
and you can jump in and help me out if you want to. I'll do my best. But uh, really, I guess the basic story, and did they ever say her name besides Black Mamba? No, they never get their real names. You actually only ever get the bride's name in like at the end of the second movie. Otherwise, she's just the bride. Okay. Okay. Just the bride. So Uma Thurman, she's the bride. Mm -hmm. She's Black Mamba. No, no, no. Um, She's not Black Mamba. She's not Black Mamba. I thought she was Black Mamba. No, she's... She's Black Mamba. No, she's not. She is. Okay, well, I'm going to Google that uh, real quick because I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll wait to accept your apology. Okay. I'll just be quiet here. I'll, I'll, we'll cut this part out. Do, 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 uh-huh. do, 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 I'm not cutting this out. I'm going to let leave the part where you're just singing to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to cut the part out where you're wrong? Is that what you're going to do? I might. <laughs> but I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so it's fine. Boo. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, while you're looking that up, um... So Uma, I'll just call her Uma, mm-hmm. Uma Thurman. Um, the bride. Uma's character, the bride, Black Mamba. I'm going to put this into, I'm going to put this into, try to put it in the chronological order. So she's getting married to somebody. She's pregnant and an assassin squad, like the the something vipers, it's a bunch of women and a guy, um, come in and they kill everybody in the wedding party. They think they kill her. Mm-hmm. They don't. They shoot her in the head, but she ends up in a coma. For four years. Uh, ends up with a metal plate in her head. Um, she wakes up in a hospital. And in the hospital, she realizes that uh, one of the nurses is prostituting her out while she's in a coma. And she wakes up and she ends up killing the guy. Okay, you're that's right. going to have sex with her. <laughs> Yay! Whatever. <laughs> move, move along. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this isn't the way... This isn't the order it happened in the movie. This is the way it should have happened in the movie if you're doing it chronologically. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she ends up she ends up killing a guy that's trying to have sex with her, and she ends up killing the nurse or orderly or doctor that uh, has been whoring her out mm-hmm. and having sex with her himself. Um, so part of the problem is there there are tons of there are tons of unbelievable things in in the movie. Like okay, she's been laying in bed for four years, but she has enough strength to crawl across the floor. And slam this guy's head in the door, uh-huh. like, multiple, multiple times, but not enough strength to stand up. So she gets in a wheelchair and wheels out to his truck. She stole his keys. Mm-hmm. Um, she managed just to sit out there in his truck for 13 hours while she um, goes through approximately six months of rehab yeah. in in that 13-hour time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And is able to walk and, and, and do other things. Um, all the while, nobody has found this guy's dead body laying in the hall or the other guy she killed. Yeah, it's a war game. And noticed that his keys were missing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or that his keys were missing, or, you know, maybe somebody's, maybe there's a clue in his truck why somebody would have wanted to kill him. Who knows? And they have an escaped patient, too. But whatever. That's fine. So, so the, his keychain has a pussy wagon on the keychain. Uh huh. And, uh, she's wheeling around looking for the vehicle, and of course it has pussy wagon on the outside of the the vehicle Mm -hmm. because he's a studly dude was he's dead now um so she she drives to one of her first adversaries houses one of the one of the women that was involved in almost killing her yep and uh and her unborn child and they're fighting in the house um this lady's little daughter comes home from school they kind of hide the knives and are like oh hey how's it going (laughs) i'm your mom's friend (laughs) yeah um 
but but then uh they go into the kitchen and and the mom i forget her name uh she tries to shoot uma then uma just stabs her and then the kid's there and she's like oh sorry you had to see that but uh you're still bitter about this later in life i'll i'll be around come find me uh-huh um and then next which one did she go to next she went to she went to okinawa next yeah to get a sword um she went to okinawa to a sushi restaurant uh the sushi restaurant owner she was talking to him in broken japanese a little bit and find you find out that she not only did she take you know did she get completely rehabbed and she's able to do whatever she wants she learned japanese fluently mm-hmm. um anyway he used to make swords um was an awesome steel smith blacksmith whatever mm-hmm. uh for katana swords and she needed one and he came out of retirement to do that because the people he used to train turned evil and so he's okay with with her killing other people then she flies to tokyo mm-hmm. she chops the arm off of this yakuza boss yeah is that right uh, she's the lawyer of the yakuza boss the yakuza boss is lucy Liu. she's half chinese half japanese um and she basically runs the japanese mafia by the time the bride gets there. she basically runs the, the japanese mafia yeah and so the bride uma gets there and she ends up chopping the arm off chopping the arm off of her lawyer mm-hmm. killing all of her protectors bodyguards scalping her like scalping to the point of cutting off the whole skull, top of her head the, yeah the bone too the whole top of her head you see her brain um and then she's making a list of who all she's killed uh, and ends up killing her and then trying to think what happened after that well she got pretty beat up herself yes oh so then she took the the lawyer was still alive uh, and I'm going to talk about a couple of points here. Remind me to talk about the sword and the blood. Okay. Um, so so she left the lawyer alive, but um, she was asking for information. She wasn't getting the information. So every time she didn't get her information, she was going to cut off another limb. So I think she cut off every limb of this lawyer person, rolled her down a hill, and kept her alive so she could tell Bill everything that happened. And, you know, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Now, the reason I found this movie hilarious... Was because anytime anybody had anything cut off from their head to a hand or whatever, there was just like a 500 pounds per square inch pressure of blood shooting out uh-huh. everywhere. It was like more blood than it's in a human body, more pressure than the heart could possibly make was spraying blood everywhere. Yes. That was kind of hilarious. Yes. Uh-huh. So, so that was funny. <laughs> there was also an anime movie in the middle of it, a clip, which was kind of cool. Um, but I also found it odd that... Um, even when this movie was made, that anybody could get on an airplane and have their um, samurai sword next to them. Oh yeah, on the it's plane. a different time. Seems like, seems like even before nine eleven, that was probably a thing that you couldn't do. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to check <laughs> Just it. Just thinking. <laughs> this is you my have area. to check it. Oh yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, you left but out like anyway, all of the, the backstory of the, of the different assassins because they were all, um, all of these these right. girls were all assassins for Bill and you Right. So so Lucy Lou um saw her parents get killed by the the gang leader, the, the Yakuza mafia. leader. Yeah, okay. The mafia guy. And then it turns out she was gonna get revenge and hey, lucky for her, he was a pedophile. So yep. at eleven years old she decided to have sex with him and, and then stabbed him. Yep. And then killed killed his bodyguards that came in after her. Uh what was the other one? Um, the lawyer was half French, half Japanese. The the one 
one at the beginning. I'm trying to think of her backstory. I know she got out of the killing game and married a doctor and had a child. Mm-hmm. And they lived in the suburbs, but I don't remember. I don't what... know that you get a lot of hers. Um, yeah. But. Okay. And yeah, the, uh, the, the, the scene where she's just killing off all of the mafia people is pretty, pretty epic. Where she's just mm-hmm. slicing and dicing everyone. Yeah. I mean, she killed hundreds of people. Yeah. I think. And and at the very last, uh, kind of the very last scene, the, the limbless French-Japanese lawyer, um, Bill asks her, does she know that her child is still alive? Right. So they must have cut the baby out of her or something. Oh, I'm sure she, she was almost at term. So I'm wondering if, you know, they did like a C-section to save the baby when they thought she was dead. Maybe. Took her to the hospital or whatever, but. Oh, could be. So anyway, yeah, I like that movie. Um, it had, it had, the special effects were kind of kind of janky. I don't know with the blood <laughs> and everything. Well, it was but on purpose. It was, it's it was supposed fun. to be. I know it was. It I was know. a very stylized like, movie. Yes, it was, and that's why you picked that food because it yes. was. It was kind of styled after spaghetti westerns, and it was kind of styled after you know some of the old martial arts movies and. And it was very much this was this was stuff. Quentin Tarantino's spaghetti western. That's why you got your mm-hmm. food. Yes. That's why I got my food. So what did you what do you like about the movie? I I just like the movie. I I like the story, I like the action, I like all the little, you know, side plots that they give you. I just think it's a very well done movie. There's a reason it's as it's as popular as it is. Um as widely known mm-hmm. as it is. You need to watch the second one and finish up the story. But uh Okay. Does she kill Bill? I mean, the the name indicates such. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it could be the story of this is how I ki- this is how I'm planning on killing him, but I didn't quite make it. Could be. <laughs> could be. Yeah, but it's probably it could not. be. Okay. I'm not going to tell you, but. All right. There is an ending to okay. the movie. So this. <laughs> there's an ending to the movie. Okay, that's why there's not a Kill Bill Volume Three. No, correct. It does. The movie okay. is complete with Kill Bill Volume Two. You know, some movies, they, they leave it open for anything possible to happen. Like, somebody wakes up from a dream, and like, oh, I I just dreamt all that. Well, they um, could make or, a third volume know. with the, the daughter of the woman she kills at the beginning of this one. They could. They probably won't, but they could. They could revamp it. Okay. All right. Yes, I'll have to watch that. I'll let you know what I think. Okay, good. Okay. So, along with this, um, I had Western Spaghetti is the food mm-hmm. that was recommended. Mm-hmm. And so, without reading this recipe... Just just sit back and think, what would be in spaghetti that was Western? Chili. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that was, yeah. yeah. chili. I was thinking salsa. salsa. I kind of thought there might be um, some more spice to it, honestly. Um, but but yeah. I sort of predicted it was just going to be chili-based spaghetti, and then I was not wrong. Right. This, is, this was not spicy at all. But you could make it spicy if you wanted to, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you how. <laughs> By adding some spice. By adding okay. so... flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it had some pretty good flavor, I thought. Um, the recipe is two, cr- two, two pounds of ground beef, one large onion. Um, it says one garlic clove, but you add as much garlic mm-hmm. as you like. Eight ounces of processed Velveeta. And this is where you could make it spicier by adding the Velveeta that's the jalapeno. Mm-hmm. White, white Velveeta with jalapeno. Um, you could add, uh, next is a can of chili with beans. You could make that hot chili. If you wanted uh, one can of stewed tomatoes, one half cup of delicious Heinz ketchup, uh-huh. <laughs> makers of mayo chup, um, salt and pepper to taste, and eight ounces of thin spaghetti. 
cooked and drained. And you just kind of, you cook the meat and the onion and the garlic until the meat is done. And you drain it if you want. Um, It says to drain it, but fat equals flavor, so keep it in if you like. Uh, Add the cheese, the chili, the tomatoes, the ketchup, the salt, and the pepper. And you cook that for a while until the cheese is melted. And then you drain the spaghetti and toss that in there with everything else and simmer it for about 20 minutes. And you serve it with a nice salad and some garlic bread or Texas toast, I suppose, if you want to be super Western Whatever about it. Whatever you want, yep. Because this movie, this movie happened in El Paso, part of it. So there you go. There you go. Um, I liked it. Um, the kids liked it. My wife liked it. I had it for lunch today. So yeah, really yeah. good. It was a pretty popular recipe. recipe. I I felt, because I was like tasting the meat mixture before I put the cheese in, and it just seemed like it was dying for flavor. (laughs) It it was just very, very bland before the Velveeta went in. So I started adding all kinds of like trying to make it taste more like chili, at least. So Mm -hmm. I put in a bunch of chili powder. I put in some cumin. I was just, you know, salt and pepper. Just trying to find ways to spice it up a little bit. And then I put the cheese in. And it, it I think it's because you're adding a can of chili and a can of like tomatoes and stuff to two pounds of ground beef. So it's like kind of watering it all down, basically. Like what you're adding yeah. has so much extra stuff in it that it really it needs more flavor, in my humble opinion. And it does. There were some comments mm-hmm. on the recipe um, that you could use like pepper jack instead of Velveeta, or you could use um, salsa instead of ketchup, and you could do those things. It's it's a pretty easy recipe to play around with and make your own, but we all liked it. Mayo chup instead of ketchup? Is that what you said? No, salsa. Yeah, I think salsa. that's what you said. <laughs> I said salsa. No? Okay. <laughs> oh, salsa. Oh, you could okay. use sriracha. <laughs> you could. You could use sriracha. Mm, or sriracha be, if you wanted really to good. really keep plugging away sriracha. at Heinz. <laughs> Heinz, please sponsor us. We love you. <laughs> please, please send Mike a box of mayo chup. <laughs> <laughs> they have already once. Oh, good. You might as well do it again. Just do it again. <laughs> I won a box. Oh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they liked my comment on. Um, they liked my comment on Twitter once, and they sent me a box of, of wow. mayo chup. That's that's actually really cool. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you actually get real celebrities replying to some of your tweets. I get Heinz ketchup, mm-hmm. but that's okay because Heinz is delicious. <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> they are not paying us. <laughs> <laughs> you owe us eight hundred dollars for all that, just so you know, Heinz. <laughs> I went. I went to the Heinz Museum in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so I know a lot about Heinz. Okay. Okay. Now it's nine hundred. Here we go. <laughs> yeah now it's 900 um do you know that that label at the top of the bottle stop it <laughs> you know that <laughs> yes, the label at the top that. of the bottle on the glass bottles literally okay, everybody so knows this <laughs> they they put that because you know that you know why it's there so that it's where you hit is that it. what you're saying yes it's where you hit the bottle to no. get the ketchup to come out no that's not why it's there yes, it um it's, it's there because the back in the old older processing days um you know impurities and sometimes even things like caterpillars, if they were mm. on the tomatoes, all of that would float up to the top. And the label covered that up. Oh, <laughs> well. So people couldn't see, like if there were le- pieces of leaves or, um, you know, something else up there that was colored gross. differently. Um, yeah. So there you go. 
All right. Um, Supposedly, it's Heinz also where you hit the bottle Pittsburgh. to make the ketchup come out. Okay. Yeah, could be. Heinz could owes be. us All right. so, anyway. dollars now. Just keep <laughs> racking it up. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Here we go. This There is a bi- uh, drink called Kill Bill. Wow. Imagine. What do you know? Imagine. You know? So, this is one-third ounce of peach liqueur, one-third ounce of peach juice or bourbon whiskey. You know... <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an interesting trade-off like i know hmm, like, amount of peach wow. juice what's the next best thing bourbon, bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah one ounce of bombay sapphire gin one half ounce of southern comfort peach liqueur one third ounce of lemon liqueur mm-hmm. one third ounce of lemon juice one third ounce of sugar syrup you shake it and you strain it into a cocktail glass filled with cracked ice garnished with lemon or and lime peel mm-hmm. Which is interesting because there's no lime in it, but hey, whatever. Color. <laughs> um, you know, this the flavor of this kind of actually reminded me of that Japanese melon liqueur. Oh, really? A little bit. That green melon liqueur. I didn't get that. I don't at know all. why. It That's weird. It just that's that's what I that's what I felt. Um it, it was okay. I can't put my finger on it. It wasn't my favorite drink, but I would prob if somebody huh. made it for me, I'd probably drink it again. It I don't know. I don't know. It it just it just seemed like I was drinking that that green melon stuff. Midori is that what it's called? It's weird. Yeah, the Midori. I don't know why I thought that. Why? Yeah. See, I it was so I used. Did you use all the proper ingredients? Did you sub I did, out? I used bourbon, bourbon whiskey instead, instead of, of peach juice. I yeah. Uh-huh. I did. Okay. Um. So I. <laughs> I omitted the lemon liqueur because I forgot about it until I'd already left the liquor store. And at that point, I was like, I'll just add some more lemon juice. Oops. Um, But I use peach nectar. Like, they come in cans of, like, peach nectar at the store. So I I used Mm. that. Um, And then otherwise, I didn't use, like, the peach soco because I couldn't find that. So I just used regular soco. But uh, otherwise, basically made it the way it was supposed to be made. And I just felt it was a very refreshing fruity drink. So... I didn't get hmm. any of that Midori hmm. flavor, so that's very interesting. I wonder what it is that was in yours that made it taste like that. I don't know. Hmm. I I don't know. Maybe I'm using off. Well, I liked it a lot. Brand peach liqueur. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't hate it, but it's not my favorite. But I would. I would drink it again. I just probably wouldn't make it on purpose. Yeah, actually, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but right. the Godzilla shot, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm doing that again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be my my warm-up shot so, every day now <laughs> every day before work every day <laughs> slam one of those down <laughs> just make a picture of that put it in the fridge um yeah. so why is this drink a kill bill drink does it i don't know does it flow into the movie somehow there's no peaches in the movie i don't think or no i really don't know exactly why um the name is the only real tie in here um i mean it uses a lot of yellow stuff, so if you want me to really go out on a limb, I it's because of her yellow suit that she's oh. wearing during that fight scene. There you go. That's why. I Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. There you go. Yeah. And because if you drink enough of these, you'll okay. die. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially if your name's Bill. Yep. You're, you're out of here. Not for men named Bill. <laughs> All right. Or Billy Piper. Oh, no. I guess. No. Don't die, Billy. <laughs> Don't die, Billy. Oh. All right. So, uh... So, yeah, that was that was all good. That was all decent. Good. Um, good stuff. Enjoyable. 
sometimes I don't know if you caught the on to this, but sometimes the movies aren't enjoyable. But this time, yeah, definitely. I may yeah. have may have noticed that <laughs> you just don't <laughs> like movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna convert you. <laughs> yep. Uh good. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked the movie. I wasn't sure, honestly. I thought you might think it was too gory or something, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes. Thanks for recommending it. Absolutely. And as soon as that Godzilla versus King Kong comes out, I'm recommending that. Good. We'll just do a follow up. We'll just, you get Kill Bill Volume Two, and we do Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I guess that so. just about caps up this week. Um, as per usual, we watched two movies, we made two foods, and we had two drinks. If you, dear listeners, would like to uh, join in on the fun, you can recommend us movies preferably movies, and we can always come up with the rest of it ourselves. But if you also have foods and drinks that go along with those movies, throw those at us too. Not only will we absolutely do all those things, we will give you a shout out in the episode, which at least six people will hear. So that's that's kind of fun. And uh, you can hit us up either on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or Reddit at uh drunk the pod our reddit is r slash drunk the pod and everything else is just drunk the pod you can also go to our website there's an email form there you can info at drunkthepod.com. there are a lot of different ways that you can contact us with your suggestions uh you can also hit us up individually i am on twitter at c-a-p-t and optimist same on reddit and then on instagram at captain optimist and you yep i'm on all those things as uh rationator twitter instagram um reddit yep yep all that yep all that so find me and and you know this is this is a great way if you have a podcast yourself and would like to recommend anything we'd even give a shout out to your podcast probably absolutely and if you do have a podcast of your very own collab yeah i was gonna say if you have a podcast of your very own and you want to maybe do some crossover episodes we would be perfectly happy to collab with you that could be fun it could be fun all right and if you're in if you're uh, west of the Rockies, Becky will drive to your studio and do the podcast live with you. That's, you're sure no. whoring me out. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how far the drive is and also whether or not we're in the middle of a pandemic, but I, I'll sure consider it. <laughs> okay, so if you donate $5,000 a month on our Patreon, there Becky will... I'll drive try. anywhere in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop making promises. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you if you do enjoy the show, um, please consider donating to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash drunkthepod. Any amount um, would be awesome and helps us keep the show going, helps us pay for hosting and supplies and, you know, all of the garbage that goes in behind the scenes and also our time. Um if you are interested in merch, we have merch at teespring.com slash drunkthepod, and that's another way to support us. So check those out if you haven't already. Please remember that happy hour is a social construct. Dr- drink up. <laughs> <laughs> Timing's off. Well. Wow. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>